Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Trooper Podcast. I am Hakiola Ologunde, your co-host. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode to fans, friends, and fellow subscribers. We have a lot planned for today. Let's get to it. The Champions League final is set. We know the teams. We know the place. We know the time. On today's episode, we'll be taking a good look at the two teams, Internationale Milano, also known as Inter Milan of Italy, and Manchester City, the reigning Premier League champions of the English Premier League. At first, we will be speaking about the road to final of Inter Milan, their group stage, the knockout stage, and some tantalizing matches along the way. Every season, there is a group of deaths in the Champions League. For the 2022-2023 season, Inter Milan found themselves in the group of death, comprising of FC Bayern Munich of German Bundesliga, a resurgent FC Barcelona of La Liga, and Minos Victoria Pilsen of the Czech Republic. Analysts gave Inter Milan zero, none to zero chances of making out the group. Because of the story successes of Bayern Munich are all well known, multiple champions, likewise FC Barcelona. And Inter Milan, even though they were also coming from a period of dominance in the Syria, winning the Syria League title. They just didn't have the pedigree to match up to the previous two teams. But surprisingly, Inter Milan made it out of the group. Of course, Bayern Munich ran out the deserved group winners, winning a resounding six matches out of six. It became evident that this was going to be a battle for the second spot. With both game with both clubs losing both games to Bayern and also winning both games against the Czech team Victoria Posen, it became a matter of who managed to secure the better results against the corresponding team, who will be the team that will move on as the second place team. Against all odds. Inter Milan achieved a 1-0 victory at home to against FC Barcelona and a hard-fought 3-3 draw at the Camp Nou 
which it has to be said uh, to be one of the better matches of the of the entire competition. With Inter Milan ahead two one and three two at some point, but for these defensive mistakes, robbing them of a shock win. All in all, a win and a draw secured into second place and dumped FC Barcelona to the Europa League. We'll take a short break, and after that, we'll talk about the knockout stage run. Champions League is a league that starts with 64 teams. At the end of the group stage, half of that number goes on to the knockout stages, which is 32 teams. So the knockout stages comprises of the round of 16, so 32 teams facing off against each other which is the round of 16. After the round of 16, this is the quarterfinal, which means out of 16 teams left, half of that number is eliminated, which means also six teams, and then four teams in the, the semifinal, and then the final two in the final. So in the round of 16, Inter Milan faced up against FC Porto of Portugal. It was a closely, closely, closely contested match. Both teams were... Inter Milan managed to make it out of the group stage, but there wasn't... There was, they didn't have that wow factor. They didn't... Most of their team were like defensive masterclasses. Most of their wins were defensive masterclasses. Most of their games were typical... How to put this? It was the sort of game that you like forget about watching very, very quickly. Apart from the 3-3 draw against Barcelona at the, the no Camp, none of their, really not much of their group stage games is spring to mind. And as such, people really weren't paying them much of an attention. And the game against FC Porto was just about the same. A 1-0... A 1-0, it was a hard first scoreline of 1-0 on aggregate. So, oh man away, only one goal was scored. A home win, 1-0, and an away draw, 0-0, was enough to secure them the right of passage into the quarterfinals. At this point, nobody was really expecting Inter Milan to do much of anything. Like Everybody was like, oh yeah, they made it out of the round of 16, more power to them. But nobody really saw them as a genuine candidate to make it deep into the competition. In the quarterfinals, they met up with SL Benfica, another Portuguese team. But in this time, Benfica were actually the favorites to 
proceed from the matchup. SL Benfica, another Portuguese side, they convincingly won their group, which consisted of French Giants, PSG, and Juventus of Italy. At the end of the group stage, SL Benfica were level on points with Paris Saint-Germain. But the thing with the Premier with the Champions League is that when teams are level on points, the criteria for determining who ends up number one goes by head-to-head first and then the goals difference. Most leagues go the other way. Points, goals difference, and then head-to-head. But for the Champions League, it's the complete reverse. So goes points, head-to-head, and then goals difference. But in this case, Benfica were level on points with Paris Saint-Germain, but they had a better head-to-head against Paris Saint-Germain. And as such, they finished first of their group with about 14 points, I would say. But against all odds again, Itapu Inter Milan put in another defensive masterclass, securing a shock 2-0 win at the Estadio Dalus, with the goals coming from Nicolo Barella and a penalty from Chelsea Loney Romelu Lukaku. The second match was one of the matches of the competition. Another matches of the competition, in my opinion. This was a thrilling, tantalizing, swashbuckling display of a match. It also ended a 3-3 draw. <laughs> Shades of the Barcelona match again. Itawa 3-1 ahead. Very, very surprisingly. Inter will not know to be the team that was scored, that scored lots of goals throughout the entire competition, but they were 3-1 ahead going into the final 10 minutes of the game. But a flurry of two goals in nine minutes saw FCL Benfica claw back to within two goals of forcing extra time, but it was too little too late. It has to be said, experiences of going into the latter stages of the competition paid off and Delhi for Inter Milan. Because SL Benfica also coming from another... The previous season was literally nothing to write home about. They struggled, but they were building a team and the signs were there that it would, they would eventually come good. And they actually, actually came good this season. They successfully won the Portuguese League and they gave a very, very good account of themselves in the Champions League. But experience trumps all. Inter secured a 5-3 win on aggregates to the, semi, to the semi-finals. In the semi-final, which saw a local derby against a much, much hated rival. Semi-final saw Inter Milan face off against AC Milan. The Derby, also known as the Derby della Madonia or the Derby di Milano, saw both teams from the same city and who also plays in the same stadium until the end of the season, of course, where each team will be moving on to each uh, their respective stadiums and the San Siro will be turned down 
the San Siro, a monument of the European game, a very, very historic stadium will be turned down for redevelopment purposes. But going back to the match, this was a, another match in which, once again, Inter Milan were not the favorites. AC Milan were in the same group as Chelsea FC, but they finished second to Chelsea finishing first. And they, had a, they made a good account of themselves. The, they gave a good account of themselves. And they are also their respective matches in the knockout stages. And they were the favorites to progress over Inter Milan. But there's a very curious stat to take note of. Inter Milan had won both encounters in the league over AC Milan. AC Milan was the more open possession-based attacking, played the more open possession and attacking football. Inter Milan were very, very happy to let you have the ball and smash you on the counter-attack. And smash you on the counter-attack did they do against AC Milan. As I said, both teams played in the same stadium, but for the purposes of the first leg, AC Milan was the host team. The first leg, as I said, Inter Milan smashed AC Milan on the counter-attack, smashed, got two quick-fire goals, courtesy of Edin Dzeko, the spectacular goal by all accounts, from the Bosnian in the 8th minute, and in the 11th minute, a rapid counter-attack with Enrique Mkhitaryan finishing off the move. Two goals in three minutes, and Inter Milan were very, very happy to sit back for the rest of the match. The match finished, of course, 2-0, and though it has to be said that Inter Milan missed some of their more notable names in the match, Rafael Leal, their prolific talismanic winger, being one of them, they still had enough to in the side to at least secure a draw, if not win, against Inter Milan. But Inter Milan were very, very solid defensively. They had their chances and they took their chances. Moving on to the second leg, by virtue of their two-goal win in the first leg, Inter Milan were once again, very, very happy to concede possession to AC Milan. Very, very happy to sit back and attack on the counter attack. The tactics worked to perfection. Despite AC Milan dominating possession, Inter saw had a comfortable 1 0 victory with talismanic striker Lotaro Martinez nesting in the 74th minute to achieve a 3 0 aggregate scoreline and securing against all odds, it has to be said, against all odds, Inter Milan's place in the Champions League final. Inter will face off against English champions Manchester City in the final in Turkey at the Stadium Olympiad Atatürk. The match will be played on the 10th of June in Turkey. Inter are three times former winners, with their latest success coming in 2010 against FC Bayern of Germany at the Santiago Bernabeu. In the next episode, we'll be talking about the road to the final of English champions Manchester City. See you soon.
Thanks, everyone. That's all we have for today's episode of the True Ball Podcast. Production, editing, and fact-checking were done by Akiola Abide Miologunde. Audio engineering and graphic design were done by Akiola Abidemi Ologunde. Please join us again on the next episode as we continue with a deep dive on football news, updates, rumors, and analysis. Please make sure to subscribe to the True Ball Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please share the show with anyone you think might benefit from it. And for questions, comments, suggestions, or contributions to our fun segments, please send an email to truebot10 at gmail.com. Once again, truebot10 at gmail.com. And please don't forget to leave a review for the podcast and rate us on whatever podcast platform. The more you rate, the more the podcast will be able to grow and the more we'll be able to in the future invite notable guests to come on the platform. Thank you so much for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.